0: thinking about your next getaway rediscover the journey the adventure of the open road and every stop along the way rediscover space and comfort on board in our lounges and private cabins enjoy the fresh sea air and relax as you travel safely and in style rediscover ferry travel with stanoline and take a carcation to britain Our great value economy fares start from only €117 single car and driver, with flexi ticket upgrades only €18 more. Whenever you're ready, we can't wait to welcome you on board. Explore your options today at Stenaline.ie. Welcome to another episode of Hooked, the podcast where we provide all the plot hooks that you will ever need and the inspiration for your games. I am Zancy Weber here with trusty guest and co-host Tully Grimley. Tully Grimley. How are you, Tully?
1: I'm doing very well. Doing very well. Just now, off since
0: you last joined us, you've actually released your own role-playing game,
1: inspiration
0: slash history podcast yeah
1: yeah that's Is that how I'd, I'd call it a world building podcast there you go. I think that's that's fine yeah so uh, also on the network check out dungeon deep dive um, where we do all the research for your fantasy world building so you don't have to um, every week we take a bit of a bit of a dive into the history the how-to and then the encounters you can build out of various aspects of the world so we started out with pirates we've had brewing we've looked at alchemy very recently it's mm. been a lot of fun.
0: Alchemy,
1: Yes, alchemy (laughs) in in two parts. We did magical transmutation, then we did uh, potions and poisons and the like. I definitely recommend
0: the alchemy ones. I very much enjoyed them. But we're not here to talk about your podcast today. We're here to talk about my podcast. Yes. Which is this podcast. Now, I think that everyone here knows you well enough. I I think so, yeah. We don't have to have a getting-to-know-you question unless you have a
1: getting to know you question for me Ooh, okay i was actually thinking about uh, about this so i know we try and keep this system non- non-specific mm. uh, system agnostic um i very much enjoyed uh, some creatures that you've created for a, a sister podcast of this one uh law and disorder i'll also check it out on the network mm. um quite enjoyed the cat bugs so that got me thinking <laughs> what is your favorite um fictional creature
0: my favorite fictional creature. Uh, I mean, dragons. Nice, nice. I mean, dragons are pretty good because they can, they can be as little, or as big as you want, in both in character and in personality, and they can be as non-threatening or as threatening as you want. Like they're, they're just like the. You can find any dragon to fit in any situation. Hmm. You can be an old, beneficent dragon or a young horrible, horribly evil dragon that just doesn't have the power to kill you yet, but really wants to. Really, really <laughs> wants. Oh god. Um, I think because dragons just seem to be the like epitome of whatever they are. They will mm. really kind of represent the best of what they want to be. And that's a really useful thing to have in a game because That either gives them something to your players something to strive for or against.
1: Yeah, as a a low level, um, as a low level player in my campaign, Mm. dragons scare me. Oh yes,
0: (laughs) (laughs) even I mean, we were I believe we were like level eight and one fairy dragon. Almost destroyed this party of like six oh. people, just because everyone kept failing on their perception. It was it has greater invisibility, oh, and no. it kept sending people in weird directions. And we were near a cliff, like. Oh it was, no. <laughs> Um, and and that's the thing. Like you can give dragons a lot of different different flavor, um, hmm. where and like they're I think they're as they're more useful in fantasy settings than a humanoid because. With a humanoid you already have a sense of sameness or a sense of something you can work from like okay they're like a human but but different more cat-like or they're like a human but they swim un- un- underwater or they're like a human but they're <laughs> flaming yeah they're on fire whereas a dragon you're coming from it's already other and how does it relate to you
1: yeah, yeah. i like that i like that as a plot driver.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. I love, I like putting teasers of dragons in my game. I'm not a huge fan of having, having characters like be able to understand the scope of a dragon because I like using dragons as this almost like a god on earth. Like it will only, you will only meet it if it suffers you to meet it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, this is, this is a privilege.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but then then again, like I I love fairy dragons, I love fairy dragons as as a trope. See, yeah, um, really fun.
1: You've you've touched on sort of my favorite genre of, of creatures, which is fairy creatures. I love everything of the fay. Um, I was looking at, um, I know we try and keep it system agnostic. I was checking out though, uh, gloom stalkers. Oh yes, which see, are, yeah, which yeah. are um, for those of you listening, That's if Dungeons you're not a dragons. Dungeons and Dragons player, um, this is kind of like a, a fairy jaguar they teleport and they have tentacles so they can grapple you mm-hmm. um mortal enemies i don't know what's terrifying about that no nothing at all um but yeah can you just imagine shere khan with <laughs> teleportation and tentacles I mean, what could not? possibly go wrong
0: yeah i i, I do love the fae. i love but i like the fae is a setting mm. um just because, again, it's... You're starting off a place of unfamiliarity and slight difference. Whereas, like, if you're starting off in the material plane, it's like, okay, we know how things work here. People grow wheat, we grind it into flour, we bake bread, we eat the bread, mm. rinse and repeat. We're in the Fae, they're you can't baking... can't trust any of they're, that. They're growing bread on trees... <laughs> Should I eat it? <laughs> Here, take a
1: br- take a breadfruit.
0: Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, so I think that's it's a great setting. Mm. Um, fey as a creature type, I think, is almost too broad. That's like saying
1: I I like the creatures of the fey Wilds. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The ones that you'll find stalking around the outskirts of settlements.
0: And there's so much lore when it comes to fairy and fey as well mm. that it is really easy to draw upon. Um, because Again, because Western culture has such strong ties to the Celtic culture where um, that it kind of spawns from, we have so much more lore and history around it mm. than when it comes to, say, something like the elementals or the demons and djinn
1: of Arabian culture. Exactly, because we just culture. don't draw draw quite as much from that.
0: Yeah, and, and what is there isn't as easily relatable to us because it hasn't played a huge part in our culture.
1: Exactly. Yeah. All
0: yeah. right. Well, we, that. thank you for getting me off topic very, very quickly. <laughs> My specialty. Um, so, we have a card today. The random card that we've looked up on scryfall.net is, in fact, the Brass Squire. Do you want to describe what
1: yes. we're so looking at here? What we're looking at is set to a backdrop. Of uh, military boots you see a backdrop is just people standing there, we can only see up to the about the knee, and in front of them is a squat bronze uh, brass creature uh, with green eyes, somewhat robotic and holding a an enormous sword, or a regular sized sword but enormous on him. it um, behind its head
0: now, see so I don't know whether the boots belong to other automatons, or whether they're
1: I think they Whether look... But he's
0: just a little automaton
1: in a regular army. They look... Because you can see, the. I think it's pants coming out from, out oh, from the boots yeah, there. Yeah, so I'd say like they're pants. humanoid.
0: Yeah, all right. Yeah. And the random word on a random word a generator is engagement. So we're going to give you some plot hooks for you to use in your game. And what we're going to do is we're going to present them in the form of a magic trick. So we'll give both give a pledge then we will turn that pledge into something surprising or interesting and then we will give the final stage which is the prestige which is somehow to incorporate it into your game mm.
1: so do you have a pledge? I do have a pledge um, so this, is, this as a pledge can kind of be worked in wherever you have uh, some military or even a settlement um, but what I'm imagining is as you, as you enter an area, you enter an outpost or a village, um, you meet a small automaton. And that small automaton very politely asks you for a duel. <laughs> please, sir, can I have a duel? <laughs> please, sir, may we duel to the death? <laughs> oh. I feel like to the death will be an important <laughs> an important thing here. But very often, please, sir, may we duel to the death uh, pestering people um, not just you yeah. but everybody so it's an NPC who really wants to duel to the death really wants to duel to the death and everybody else is just fobbing them off just doesn't want to engage just doesn't does want anything from this okay so I think
0: my pledge I'm gonna go with oh maybe an NPC maybe an item is your party finds a bag of holding and but inside this bag of holding is this little guy who lives in there because he doesn't oh. need to breathe, so he just lives in there and he has his own little cache of things and he's very he's very happy to meet you and he just wants to help he wants to adventure but he he's agoraphobic and he hates coming out of the bag, so he lives right. inside the bag and so he's a little NPC helper that
1: you have to uh, you, you have to take along if you want to use this bag of holding. I love. That use of of the bag of holding as as more than just a uh, uh, a Deus Ex machina for encumbrance. Yes, as, <laughs> like you can have this magical item with unlimited space or with almost unlimited space, but you need to bring this little guy along. <laughs>
0: and he'll have opinions if you put dead bodies in the bag. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh dear.
0: <laughs> yeah. So he. Yeah. I think I think that would be a really fun. Uh, a, fun, a fun interaction to have with your with your party so so I guess that's a pledge each of us we've both got an mm-hmm. NPC um do you have a name picked out for your little guy um oh
1: okay give me a moment because I'm trying that's to think fine. of well we're gonna go to the turn so you've got to name them in the turn that's true I need to think of a good adjective um Uh
0: Okay. Well, let's. I'm. I'm I'll turn mine. Yep. If you. If you. If you want. So I think I'm gonna name my uh, brass automaton uh, Q Form. And yep. So is he's, he's he remembers an old master who put him in here to kind of take care of whatever. So it's just kind of lost in memory. He's just always existed. and He lives in here. He really likes it. He doesn't like because everyone's bigger than him. Um, and everyone's kind of very loud and unpredictable and he likes things very set in their place and calm. Mm. But he also loves gold. <laughs> <laughs> He's
1: a hoarder. <laughs>
0: yes, he is a hoarder. And so he has his little stash and so maybe you can bribe him into helping you in certain ways. And as, right. you, as you get his... As you get his... um. I guess his trust and his his service. Yeah, he can he can help you out in other ways in like assisting like if you need something from the bag it might just be there Um, so you might get a little telepathic link with him and he can tell you like what's going on behind you I do enjoy that if you're in in battle maybe he's going to be sitting on your back and he can just draw arrows for you so like you can or like (laughs) the infinite quiver yeah well or like if you if you have a crossbow like you can just get rid of the reload quality so that he's just loading them for you
1: Um, (laughs) You can't (laughs) So maybe he's just an extra set of hands. I'm sorry, the mental image of that is just fantastic. (laughs) Someone with a crossbow, a satchel slung over their shoulder and they're firing and then a little bronze arm just comes and loads it for them. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I think it's it's it's
0: kind of an NPC that works as an item that as you level up, grants you extra abilities. Mm. Um, And that's kind of as the DM... At, at your DM's discretion, and then if you annoy him, then maybe starts stealing from he you. Starts stealing starts. from you, or he, or if you like really, if you cross him and like you use some of his gold, maybe you just find the bag of holding just slashed and he's gone.
1: Oh no! And
0: all of your stuff's all gone. All your stuff's gone. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think that's the turn. So Q form the the handy helper. Um, uh, yeah. So I think that's going to be the turn.
1: Yeah, I like that. I like that. So, um, my, my little guy is going to go by Tarion the Dauntless. Aww. <laughs> Tarion the Dauntless. I'll fight you, Tarion. <laughs> well, funnily enough, as, as it sounds, that is exactly what Tarion wants. And uh, Good. upon being asked <laughs> oh, no. to engage, oh, no. Tarion reveals that uh, they are an exquisite fighter. An absolutely... Incredibly well-made, uh, well well-learned uh, well fighter. Yeah, yeah. And um, depending on when you find Tarion, this could be a, an excellent uh, duel, or it could be a fight to the death. Yeah, um, yeah. But the big thing here is, Tarion will not break the rules of engagement. And if you break the rules of engagement, Tarion just gives up, walks off. will not, Will not continue to engage. If I, you just made me feel ashamed for something that I didn't even do. I know, right? I didn't break the rules of engagement. <laughs> you just said I broke the rules of engagement. Exactly. But like if if a member of your party interferes, if somebody uses magic to try and throw the game, yeah, yeah. Tarion won't have a bar of it at all. Tarion wants, wants so, a clean, fair fight to the death. So this little
0: guy... Like hangs around in one geographical area?
1: I, I would say hangs around in one geographical... Or has been there for a while. Yeah. Enough for the locals to know not to do it. Not worth it. <laughs> just just don't mess with Tarion... Because it's, it's either going to end in shame or death.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, and no one wants either of those things. No, nobody wants either of those things. <laughs> okay, so Tarion the Dauntless... Um, I was I was fully expecting you to just like As soon as you accept He just kind of transforms And just kind of <laughs> shoots up And his legs scooch just out and bro- Like a transformer just, just transformer But just expands like <laughs> To the power of ten times <laughs> Oh jeez <laughs> Until he's a giant war <laughs> <laughs> That would also be fantastic <laughs> <laughs> Alright well so that's the turn So we've got Tarion the, the Dauntless, And we've got Qform, Q-form. the Handy Helper uh, so, let's go on to the prestige. So, this is how we include it in the game, make it part of a story or, like, a quest they can go on mm. um, or or some sort of uh, garnish on some... What, what are the bigger implications of Tarion? So, I really want to know why Tarion is so set on dueling and dueling to the
1: death. So... This is something that, uh, again on DM's discretion, could actually be brought in as a feature or as an item or as a, a, an enchantment of sorts. Yeah. Um, this is something that you can only find out if you successfully best Tarion in one-on-one combat.
0: One-on-one. If you have magic, are you allowed to use it? I would say you'd have to discuss
1: skill? that with, with, with Tarion. Okay. Yeah. I think if Tarion were to go up against a wizard, then Tar- then he would ex- they would accept yep. uh, if Tarion were to go up against uh, an, a paladin, probably martial combat. Okay. I think it would, it would depend on the terms set before you engage. Okay. Um, but upon besting Tarion, Tarion does indeed die. You have- <gasps> Don't kill him. <laughs> you have killed Tarion the Dauntless. Oh. But what you find inside, inside the helmet of Tarion the Dauntless, is the enchantment to create um, a dauntless golem, <laughs> and then and then and then this is you just make another tarry a skilled martial fighter that will insist on a duel to the death, but as and this is something for for GMs to uh, to use and um, to have a little bit of control over the crazy powerful items that you give yeah, yeah. your uh, your players is that. <laughs> Whichever enemy that Tarion set is set upon needs to agree to the rules of engagement. Yes. <laughs> so you need quite a cocky villain before they'll accept.
0: Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So I guess who who made who made the enchantment originally?
1: I I think this is probably a, a dauntless wizard. I think this is a dauntless enchanter in in old age has. Um, he's not able to fight anymore but insists mm. on upholding actually maybe even a paladin see i was
0: hoping that it would be a wizard who wanted to train himself to be a fighter because <laughs> his fighter friend kept bashing beating him up that's fantastic. and so he created this this little guy as like a sparring partner but and so whenever he succeeded in killing him he could make another one
1: <laughs> i i I like that. I, I really like that. I'm retconning this. this it's, it's a wizard who created this golem as a sparring partner. And then, of course, as wizards do, they Eventually got killed by one of the Dauntless Golems. Yep, yep.
0: <laughs> okay, that's fun. Um, okay, so I guess we need to explore the greater ramifications of Q-Form. Mm. Now, if there's one Q-Form that was put in this bag and he found his happy place in this bag he was put in this bag for a reason but you've just found him after that reason's kind of Mm. expired
1: so what else is in the bag
0: so well I kind of want to I kind of want to give Qform a nemesis so he's a brass squire. But let's say that there's an iron squire and uh, and, and a gold squire and, and et cetera, et cetera. Oh yes. And there's like this hierarchy among them that like, and whoever does best by their master. But their master's gone now. But there's still like this this very keen, keen uh, rivalry between, let's say, let's say the. An iron squire, I like the the sound of an iron squire. An iron squire does sound very nice. Um, and then, so maybe one of the things that Q Form brings up is the fact that he always he always wants to um, that he he wants to beat or that'll show uh, his name's Q Form. Let's call them Phi uh, uh, Form. There you go. Um, you show Phi Form <laughs> up. <laughs> And then, of course,
1: Fireform will appear in the hands of your mortal enemy oh. <laughs> <laughs> i I love as sort of i I just have this idea of um sort of foreshadowing this uh, with an appearance from say uh, from a a platinum um, yes. <laughs> who it doesn't really serve a master anymore is not in the, in the competition, has no stakes in it, but suddenly you find a second one, and that's like, oh, oh, this isn't fireform but Oh, okay so this is kind of like what we're looking at (laughs)
0: yeah yeah i think because if you've got if you've got these these little things running around then maybe like a dm or or a game master can tie this servant Hmm. and his story into the quest that you're on so you you're trying to win him over because he has information that maybe his master had that you could use on your travels and so in that he kind of tells you more about his backstory and
1: he's (laughs) and he leads you yeah elsewhere if if he could lead you to to the the old lodgings of, of the long dead master which is houses something absolutely vital to the overarching quest yeah
0: and i think the more that he he teaches you or the more that you learn from him is and that kind of unlocks uh, his other abilities, like he, how mm. willing he's going to be to help you out, like maybe he gives you an extra bonus action, or maybe he 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 has the ability to cast a cantrip at uh, just on your turn whenever you want him to, etc. Um, etc. Et and that's really yeah. uh, he's just a little bit of a, a Swiss Army knife of a companion, but he's very emotional. <laughs> um, I I think I guess I think I'm I'm recreating. You know Treasure Planet.
1: Oh, the little Is his thing. name Ben? Oh no, yes, Ben the robot. The, yes, yeah. Yes. That's
0: misswritten. That's missing his memory. Oh, um, he has his memory, of course, but it's all it's all emotional. It's all an emotional barrier. You have to, unlock, you have to uh, break down his emotional walls to access all his abilities. <laughs> that is beautiful. Okay, well, I think that's it. That's so. So we've we've got uh Harry and the Dauntless, Harry and the Dauntless, and Q Form and Phiform, Form, the Brass Squire and Iron Squire. Uh, so yeah, if you want to use those in your game, please feel free to. Um, if you want to use them anywhere else, uh, you can just get in contact with us first. Um, we are published under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Non-derivatives 4.0 International license. What a mouthful oh uh, yes um it means you are free to share and redistribute uh in any medium as long as you give appropriate credit and you don't change it or sell it the end um but please let us know if you use these in your games i'm very attached to both of our ideas yeah i really (laughs) i really want to use both of them yeah uh i i think that maybe yeah (laughs) look We'll let you know if we use them, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, let us know. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, and you can find us on Instagram. Uh, also, in our show notes, you can find you can send us an email at Uh, Once again, thank you, Tally. Go check out Dungeon Deep Dive. There will be links in the show notes. Yes, there will. And we'll catch you next week, everyone. Keep playing games.
1: better than a rotating cast of hosts. Oh, I don't know, maybe the obscure sport ferret legging where people put ferrets down their pants. Or Graham, the 52 Hertz whale, the loneliest whale in the world. How about everyone's favorite Christian radio program, Ranger Bill? Whoa, who, who the hell this? are you? Who the, what are you doing here? I came prepared with a 45 minute lecture on international humanitarian okay, law. Where do people keep coming I, all from? All these people out you know. We host now. Yeah, oh. We're, we're, oh. we're the new hosts. Of what? Of Unfeatured Articles, everyone's favourite Wikipedia-based podcast where we dive into the depths of Wikipedia to find articles that aren't necessarily featured. Oh, Uh, check us out everywhere you check out podcasts. It's free. Podcasts are free. iTunes and Spotify and Stitcher and other things. Love you. Thanks, kids. Bye. They say you only get out what you put in. And with recipe ingredients, there's no exception. You can always rely on the great taste and quality of Kerrygold Irish Butter. Kerrygold has teamed up with some well-known food experts to feed your imagination. Whether you are baking, brunching, or barbecuing, check out Kerrygold.com for ideas. Or follow the how-to videos and recipes at Kerrygold on Instagram. Quick question. Quick question. What were you doing at exactly this time yesterday? If you were applying for a business loan from Linked Finance, you'd already have an answer by now. If you're getting back in business, we can help you access fast, no hassle finance with credit decisions within 24 hours. It only takes two minutes to apply online with an answer within 24 hours. Cut through the banking bureaucracy with Linked Finance. Just search Linked Finance today. We're open for
0: business.